Welcome to Garbage Brain University. This is our podcast that we thought of and we invented. I'm <laughs> Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie D. So we decided, hey, let's uh, educate ourselves. Let's fill our garbage brains with uh, more knowledge that we find and that we talk about. And uh, we thought you might want to listen. So I think that what we're going to do is we're going to start off today talking about something that both of us know a bit about, and that is construction. (laughs) (laughs) No, it is Ohio. Now, I was going to say our something state, but I don't know what number we are. Ohio was was founded 1803. I think it was the 13th, 17th, something like that. What does it say? Ohio. First of all. The 17th state. Now, this, I will start off by saying this because I saw this mentioned right next to it saying that Ohio was the 17th state. Ohio was made a state in 1803. But they fucked it up somehow. Yeah. And they did not realize that they did not actually make Ohio a state in the way that they were supposed to. Like, they didn't file the paperwork correctly (laughs) or something like that. And they didn't notice this until 1953. (laughs) So, theoretically, Ohio has been a state since 1803. But actually, we haven't actually, by the books, been a state since 1953 that was not that was not too long ago yeah really but you know obviously whatever they had to do to make ohio a state it wasn't so important that it didn't take them like almost 100 years to find out that they fucked it up probably somebody complained somebody replied to them and they're like uh actually this says state of ohio here and Actually, um, you're not a state. You guys are a territory. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what happened. And and uh, let's not forget the uh, the uh, who was here first. The Algonquin and the Iroquois Indians used to be here. Uh, is of course what people called them when Ohio was founded as a state. Of course, they're Native Americans. They lived here for many years. Some say their technology was advanced. I wonder what kind of stuff they had. We'll never know because they're never going to teach us. They're never going to tell us or show us. Well, the, <laughs> and and who could blame them? I mean, I've heard I've heard tell that there are civilizations that existed maybe in I don't know Illinois or something where they had a shitload of people. There was one where they had more people in it than London did at the time, but it was like twelve hundred or something. Wasn't that like in like the middle of the country somewhere? Yeah, it that was... like megalopolis or whatever the hell it was. It was like so, it was like the biggest city that the native population had put together. Yeah, it was like Easton. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so people listening to our podcast don't know what Easton is. So if you guys aren't from Ohio, uh, Easton is an open air shopping mall. And it's, believe it or not, east of town. And it just has one of every store. Because, uh, if you again, if you didn't know this, Columbus is a test market for a lot of national chains. You know, we basically have one of every chain. Actually, uh, in the Columbus area, we have one of the few remaining Rax restaurants. Mm-hmm. If you remember Rax Roast Beef, competitor of Arby's and Roy Rogers, when that got big. Uh, we have... Uh, at, at Easton Town Center. What all do we have? We have movies. Not everybody has movies. No. <laughs> <laughs> I no. don't know. There's a bunch of shit out no, there. I Easton don't... <laughs> has, like, everything. They have... It is basically one of every store. They have Nordstrom, and they have a Louis Vuitton, and they have a Tiffany's, and they have a Henry Bendel, I heard, and they have... I heard they closed. Did they? Well, I I know. think they had candles. Yeah, they had those candles that smelled weird. I never went there because it always seemed like overpriced shit that, like, the receptionist at work would have. <laughs> it's like if your receptionist at work, like, all of her, like, mugs and, like, bullshit that she has, like, little doodads and knickknacks on her desk, like, if they were making that for people who were making, like, $850,000 a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Receptionist and- shit for not receptionists. <laughs> And uh, also, it's also it's worth noting that uh, 
you know, this area of town was not originally anything except farms. And of course, you know, the farmers got bought out or got kicked out or whatever. I don't know all the details. I assume they were persecuted in some way because that's the way the world works. But uh, it's not far from uh, one of the main water treatment plants in Columbus. So if you go past Easton Town Center, it just starts stinking. I did not know it's that. It's like a good, that's that Hap Crimean oh. water plant. That's out, like, if you go... Is that by Elm Creek? I don't know. It's like if you go the other way, if you, like, go out to the mall and you go past the mall, it's, like, out there. And it's all those... <laughs> it's, like, gated off. It's like, we don't want anybody to steal the turds. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Alum Creek is also... Now, we are talking about Ohio, but everything we're mentioning is in Columbus. Like, nothing we're talking about right now isn't in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> yeah, no, Ohio is a really big state. Uh-huh. It's a really big state. I mean, we, we're we in the center of Ohio, and we can drive two miles and not leave, or we can drive for two hours and not leave the state. So anyways, yes, so I was going to say, the water treatment plant is out there, but if you go slightly north of there, it's Allen Creek, right? Yeah. Are you going to make fun of me saying Creek? Because you no, keep on... <laughs> I didn't say I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. Alum Creek is where all those caskets washed up on the shore. Remember that? Oh yeah, they had. Uh, there was a news broadcast where there was uh, a guy from Channel Four. Is it flooding and, and it eroded like the area around the around Alum Creek, and then all of the buried bodies started like floating down the creek. Yeah, well, he was walking. I think the guy is dead now, probably like a curse. But the guy from the news was walking along and he was like kicking some pieces of wood. And he's like, these used to be caskets. (laughs) And I think you can't, you can't do that. Like, even if it's like they wash ashore and it's like, oh, this casket's not supposed to be here. You have to be, you have to be really careful. You will get cursed. Yeah, I mean, I would curse somebody if they were kicking my casket in the news personally <laughs> uh, i'm here i'm down to curse and haunt people after i'm dead though <laughs> like regardless i'm just well, i'm just down to do it i think that's like one of the only benefits of being dead really and uh <laughs> the the thing is is that central ohio uh, again if you don't know uh we had an ice age uh what 10,000 years ago something like that and glaciers came through i think it was longer than that but it yeah it may have like a you know this is called garbage brain okay this is not <laughs> this is not called smart information podcast <laughs> this is not super brain podcast i'm getting pedantic because i chaperoned that field trip to caesar's creek <laughs> <laughs> where we were specifically learning about the different fossils from the glaciers and looking for fossils and I don't remember how long ago it was, but it was longer than 10,000 years. <laughs> okay. No, you should. You, no, see, I, I don't necessarily know all this stuff. I'm just stabbing at it. So let me talk then about the glaciers <laughs> going across Ohio, because of the two of us, I am the authority on it. Sure. So the glaciers came down from the north. Right. And they used to cover, like, the whole state to southern Ohio. Yeah. Isn't that where it stopped? It was southern Ohio. Yeah, yeah, because that's the Appalachian Mountains come into southern Ohio, right? So, basically, everything north of the Appalachian Mountains was a giant glacier. And it started getting warm or whatever, and the glacier started melting. And so, it melted until there was Ohio. Basically, the entirety of Ohio is totally fucking flat because the glacier rolled over it and flattened everything out. Also, we have fucking hella fossils everywhere because of it, because of all the old shit. And Ohio used to be under an ocean. Did you know that? I know that because I found fossilized coral on my field trip. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, uh, and Park Ranger told me that's because this used to be an ocean. And I said, okay. So we're we're at like uh, 600, 650 feet above sea level. So was that were was there just more ocean or was Ohio lower? Do you <laughs> do you know? It was such a long time ago that I think that you weren't there. <laughs> it was such a long time ago that I think that either 
the sea levels were like hella high. Or it was like some kind of Pangea thing and so we might have been in a different sea level. Yeah. I don't Not in- I don't like I said, I was just chaperoning. I was making sure other people's kids didn't jump off a cliff and so I I mean I'm I missed the pertinent details, but I I know enough to have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and the reason, the only reason I know that uh, right now I'm at like 600 feet above sea level is uh, uh, the gas company went around and they put these like stakes in the ground and and they wrote the elevation of everywhere. And uh, Ohio is so flat that, you know, I'll walk, I'll walk four or five miles, whatever. And all of the little stakes I saw were like 642 feet, 643 feet, 645 feet. Like there's no, there's no, see, unfortunately. There's no hill. Yeah, no, there's no hill. Unfortunately, there are like a couple roads where you will go up and down a very little bit in central Ohio. And uh, I, I always tell our daughter, I say, uh, this is the biggest hill in Columbus. And she's smart, so she probably doesn't believe me. But <laughs> every time the car goes up and down, I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> like, whatever, this is not lit. No, if you, if you, want, uh, if you want an insight into, uh, gen- she's Generation Z. Yeah. Uh, if you want an insight into Generation T is... Uh, we we actually chaperoned a field trip. Natalie and I both did. So they first went to the social justice park, yep. which is real. Which I it's love. in Columbus. So it's it's mm-hmm. in Columbus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's in Columbus. Uh, it is unfortunately right now. It is unfortunately a concrete wall that they glued some stuff to, but. It's still uh, just the fact that it's called Social Justice Park. I imagine just really, you know, there were some like dads at the school who, upon learning that their kids were going to the Social Justice Park, just got incredibly steamed. And that's like very, that's very funny to me. I will say, though, that known as school, like the parents are very like performatively woke. Yeah, most that's of them. Like, most that's of them. like their bag. Yeah. I will tell you what, I did not realize that fourth graders had B.O. They have fucking B.O. <laughs> I don't remember smelling bad when I was in fourth grade. Yeah. Did you smell bad in fourth grade? Oh, I smelled great in fourth grade. <laughs> I, you know what I smelled like is I smelled like 99 cent grocery store soap. I smelled like zest or some shit. <laughs> I smelled like, I smelled good. I smelled like suave. <laughs> I was fucking... I, I was, never used a toiletry that wasn't suave until I moved out of my mother's house. <laughs> it's right there in the name. How are you not going to smell suave? That that shit was like 86 cents a bottle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't get 86 cents a bottle anything. You can't even get a bottle of water that costs 86 cents. No, you can't. You can't. No. But uh, uh, here's what I was thinking of. We were uh, we were chaperoning this field trip, and and the kids went to Social Justice Park, which is great. And then they went and they did group yoga. This is like so. This is so futuristic to me. It blew my mind. They all did yoga, and the gym teacher was like, "How many of you have done yoga before?" And literally everybody except our kid raised their hand. <laughs> and our kid just wasn't raising her hand because she was trying to be cool. I mean- <laughs> She had, she She's trying to be blase about it. We're like, I don't remember. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> like in the yeah, and the gym teacher was fucking around too because like she had made the kids do yoga before. But she's like, okay, let's stand up and put our arms out at our sides, right? And one kid screams. T-pose. <laughs> and then every single fucking kid in the room immediately does a T-pose. And they all start going, T-pose. T-pose. <laughs> That's what this next generation is like. They're fucking lit. They're fucking insane. Look, these kids these kids are going to live with their parents forever. Look, why we had this conversation today... You have to be you have to be cool because you probably have to live here forever. <laughs> like you can you grow up and be an adult and like whatever go to school whatever uh 
I, I'm very open-minded. Like, you can do whatever you want in my house as long as you don't wake me up. Mm-hmm. Really. And, and again, you know, even in Ohio... Uh, it used to be, I, I remember my dad telling me, yeah, I, I went to school and I had to scrape together $200 a semester to go to school. And I was like, oh, <laughs> did you? <laughs> well, where did you find $200? Because <laughs> school now, like you go to the dipshit school that has 900,000 kids in it. And, by the way, Ohio State, in the middle of Ohio, state school. The tuition is like more and more expensive every year. It's like six or seven thousand dollars now. Yeah, it's which like, is it was like two or three when I went. I, it's not as expensive as it could be. It's not like private school expensive, but it's still pretty fucking expensive. Mm-hmm. Well, rent and shit like that is insanely expensive now. It used to be when we lived here. A, a little while ago, in the early 2000s, our rent was like four or $500. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know when I first moved up here, uh, I rented a place that had two bedrooms. It was uh, $540. Mm-hmm. And it was like 900 square feet or something. It was, it, it, to me, it was really big. I mean, I mean then it was really big because I had been living in hovels before that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, your rent was like you split it however many ways. It was like 80 bucks a month or something. But yeah, this generation, they don't give a fuck because they know they're going to be living with their dipshit parents that have garbage brains. It's just that that our daughter is very lucky that we have uh, like left-wing garbage brains. Yeah, definitely garbage brain, though. (laughs) (laughs) So, So you may not know this, but... There are very few states in the world that have flags that aren't a fucking rectangle. Think about this, okay? Switzerland doesn't count. Switzerland's flag is a square, but that's still technically a rectangle. A square is just a type of rectangle. You know who else has a flag that's not square? Nepal. Is it the same shape as... No, Nepal's is like half of the side of a pine tree. (laughs) What? It's like two little triangles, and it's like red and blue. It's a very neat flag, because all flags are like, you know, it's like, oh, what are you going to make your flag? I'm red and blue, right? But, uh, right. That's a a fucked up flag. Yeah. Yeah, but it's normal to them. So, (laughs) Ohio's flag looks like a pennant. Imagine a pennant, like on your dad's wall, on a wooden wall, and it says, like, badgers or gophers or wombats or, like, some kind of fucking animal. And then imagine that a body mod guy came and he cut the end of the pennant so it had a forked tongue and he was, like, badass. <laughs> That's the Ohio flag. It's got, a, it's got a couple of concentric circles, and I think that means Ohio. And then it has the standard red, white, and blue stripes and points and shit like that. One of the only flags in the world that is not square. According to Wikipedia, it is a uh, burgee. B-U-R-G-E-E. That is the name of the shape of, of the flag of the state of Ohio. A burgee. Yes. Okay. Uh, and what the fuck is that? That's the original. So the original Ohio flag is like a rectangle that somebody took a bite out of. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's, uh, what do they say? Uh, uh, burgees are typically used as maritime flags. So are we under maritime law? Because that's the whole so thing. So it probably with the, has to do with that war they had in the river north of here. <laughs> or in the, in the lake. So uh, there was a war in... <laughs> there was a fucking war... Okay, so there was a there was a war in Lake Erie. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Look, okay. <laughs> Look it up. So the last time the last time we were at Lake Erie, we had to go. Um, and if you're not aware, Lake Erie is the lake at the north of Ohio. It's between Ohio and Canada, right? Which is another country. It was the Battle of Lake Erie, which was part of the War of 1812. The Battle of Put-in-Bay, which was somehow not over, like, margaritas. (laughs) My mother lives in (laughs) Put-in-Bay, by the way. (laughs) 
where, that's where she, that's where she, uh, you know how most old people in Ohio, when they get to be a certain age where they're like, I'm going to go retire, they all go to Florida, right? Yeah. Like, they're all like, oh, I'm going to go live in Florida, I'm going to live in, like, Clearwater or some <laughs> shit like that. It's always, it's never, like, anywhere, like, crazy. It's always like, okay. <laughs> My mom was like, she... Retired to Putin Bay. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is an island in the lake, which you might be like big fucking deal. Like Putin Bay is the bay, right? The island is Kelly's Island. Okay, well, this is not smart geographer you know, <laughs> university <laughs> podcast. No, I'm just <laughs> If I know the facts, I'm going to correct you. <laughs> you should. Look, I've. Uh, uh, We're going to try to give you quality when we can give it to you. <laughs> I've uh, I've been there. But look, there's multiple boats that traverse Lake Erie. And you might think, who cares, right? <laughs> you've been on a lake. You've been and you got a little paddle boat and you just like pushed it around and you came home. No, Lake Erie's different. It's one of the five Great Lakes. You may have heard of them. <laughs> it's so it's so, it's so large yes. that it's like there's uh, waves. Yeah, there's waves, and you have to go on this boat, and the boat rocks back and forth. Look, I'm abs- I'm very much a land person. Okay, <laughs> I live on extremely flat soil. Going on a boat across choppy Lake Erie waters, it was very windy the last time we went. Uh, my kid, like, puked automatically, and I was, like, I was, like, having trouble, and I was, like, man, I'm just, like, fucking dizzy. I'm going to puke, whatever. And I look up, and there's a lady, and she's, like, a fucking lake soldier, okay? She's sitting on, like, the, what's the front of the boat? The bow? I don't fucking know. <laughs> She's sitting almost, she's got a seat, okay? The boat has these old 60s, like, theater seats bolted to them, okay? And she's sitting on the front of it, and she's just fucking chilling, and she has an open box of family-sized Cheez-Its, and she's just diving in. She is just murking the fucking Cheez-Its, and I'm, like, getting ready to throw up, and she's just like, this is cool with me. She's just like, I'm going to eat some Cheez-Its to this well, shit. Well, that, that whole boat trip, I was convinced I was going to die. It was, <laughs> it was a fucking nightmare. And for months afterwards, I continued to have nightmares about being back on the boat. And it was going out, it was pretty bad. Coming back to the regular land, it was, like, way worse than going when we went out. And it was hitting these waves and going up in the air and then dropping us. Yeah. And there were, like, times when you'd be hovering above your seat, like, a couple inches above your seat. I was like, I'm going to fucking die on a boat in Lake Erie. (laughs) This is the fucking stupidest shit ever. And I was like, I know how long it takes. It takes, like, 22 minutes to go from the island to go back to the mainland. And I was just, like, watching my my watch. How far can I swim? I'm never getting on a boat ever again in my life. That was a nightmare. I did not like it. <laughs> no. I'm not. The thing is, with a plane, is planes are, like, relatively safe. But with the boat, you're, like, right there. You could pretty much instantly drown. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. With the plane, you're like, well, I've read statistics. But boats are like... <gasps> if, if you read statistics on boats, they're like, no, people die all the time on boats. And here's the thing, is that that boat trip fucked me up so bad. I got back home, and I was like, the, the whole time I was on the boat, I was like, you know what? I'm just freaking out. This bitch is over here eating Cheez-Its. She is, she's, like, not bugged out at all. I've never heard of anyone dying on the Jet Express. Yeah, yeah. To Kelly's Island. So, I am going to just, like, try to chill out. But it was so stressful to me that I got home and I was I started googling like, has anyone fucking died on the boat? <laughs> and there was some news story about some guy, and they're like, oh, it was a day that was exactly like the day I was on that boat, and it was like very choppy, and the boat was going like whatever, and something happened, and the window broke, and like a piece of glass like cut someone's neck artery. 
No. <laughs> it was something. It was some shit like that, and it wasn't even that. It wasn't even that long ago, and I was like, "Fuck this boat forever! I'm never fucking getting on that boat ever again." There's nothing. There's nothing on the island that you want to see, guys. If it's you are ever in Putin Bay, you don't have to leave the bay. <laughs> it's fine. Cedar Point's right there. My mom says there's some kind of safari there. I don't know what the fuck that's about. <laughs> But, I, but there's neither of those things are on the island. You don't have to. The only thing that's on the island is like bars and. There's a lighthouse. A lighthouse. And like you can maybe buy some saltwater taffy or something. And you know what? You know. <laughs> Nobody's you know, sneaking I, on the boat, guys. And I hope. <laughs> I, I don't want to be problematic, but if you ask me, as far as the lighthouse is concerned, I have a light on my phone. <laughs> It's an app. It has ads on it. It's like one ninety nine. You get rid of the ads. You don't have to walk up any stairs. <laughs> no stairs. No neck artery. No. It's just like one ninety nine. And I'm like, you know what? I will just not. I'm just gonna hold my hand over the bottom section of the phone so I don't see the ad. <laughs> if I need light, if I need light, it's called. It's really easy. It's called flashlight. Go into the app store. Flashlight free. Don't pay. I think there might even be a flashlight thing already built in on your phone. That you do not even need to do an app to, to have it work. It's it's yours already. See, this would be <laughs> this would be the thing where you know some people who are not me would be like upgrade to flashlight pro, and they'd be like, "Fuck yeah." <laughs> Like, I use this thing all the time. It's, <laughs> I, maybe I shouldn't have to pay a dollar ninety nine to access my hardware of my light and my phone that I already own. But Flashlight Pro has no ads. So. So there are other cities in Ohio mm-hmm. besides Columbus. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Cleveland, which is beautiful. There's Cincinnati, which is um, some people have proposed it's actually technically part of Kentucky. I say it's part of Kentucky. Uh, I don't want any part of it. <laughs> one of the things you see as you're on your way to Cincinnati is a giant billboard that says, Hell is real. And that's not even that far. It's at like 25% of the way between here and Cincinnati. And another thing, and I've been told this is local only. Okay, I've been told this is a very localized thing is that people in Ohio or people in this part of the Midwest measure things by time. They measure distance by time, which makes perfect sense to me. How long does it take to get to Cincinnati? Two hours. How many miles? Yeah, I know it's like I don't a, give a fuck how, long, how many miles it is. Tell me how long it's going to take me to get there. It's right. Really matters. Be, you could say, well, as the crow flies, but unless you're a crow, that doesn't matter. Hmm. So, yeah, about two hours. So people say, oh, you know, how long does it take you to get to Easton? Oh, about 25 minutes. <laughs> I, I'm from about 45 minutes north of here. <laughs> Natalie, <laughs> Natalie actually is from 45 minutes north of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm originally from about three hours east of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then I moved 45 miles north of here. No, Natalie uh, Natalie spent a lot of time in Marion, which is the birthplace of, uh, until until the past 20 years or so, the worst president, which was Warren G. Harding. Yeah. I have a very, I have a serious soft spot for Warren G. Harding, though. Like, he was, he was the worst president, but it's like, it wasn't his fault. He, didn't he fucking Congress? He was... He was he was uh, voted in partially because he was so good looking. <laughs> Warren G. Harding was the first president who was elected after women were given the right to vote, and they part of the reason they picked him out was because he was good looking because they oh, knew that no. the women were going to be voting. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> That is so. That almost, if you went back and looked at that, you would you would almost think if you went back with like conspiracy brain, you would think, yeah, they did that to make it to to say women were dumb. If you went back with conspiracy brain, but of course we know everybody's dumb. Mm-hmm. 
that's that's the great thing about how the future turned out is actually everybody's really dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Born Here Harding, he was from Marion. I moved to Marion when I was like seven or eight. So I guess I lived there for like 10 years or something. Yeah. Warren G. Harding was from there. And it has an excellent collection of like cemetery shit. Yeah, there's uh, there's a ball in the cemetery. Was in, that was in Ripley's Believe It or Not. <laughs> the ball was. There's a ball in the cemetery. It's a ball and it has this this spot on it that was originally on the bottom, right? It's a sphere except... All of it is is like buffed, so it's shiny, except for one little spot that are, that was originally on the bottom where it was mounted. But there, the spot on the ball moves. Yes, yes. And the ball is fucking huge. It is... How big would you say it is? It's, it's hefty. Probably, well, it's marble, right? It's marble. How marble big? Marble like? or granite, something like that. But it's like four or five feet. It's like five minutes around. <laughs> <laughs> it's really big. It probably weighs a couple ton. What do you say? There's no way a person could move it. And it's on a pedestal, which puts it like kind of above you. So yeah. if you tried to move it, you would get killed immediately. Oh, yeah. It would crush yeah. you. Yeah, if you if you dislodged it from the little base it was sitting on, yeah, you would die. Yeah. So the but the spot on it, like every time you go back, the spot is in a different area. Like sometimes it's like over by the driveway, sometimes it's over on the other side, sometimes it's on the very top. And so what what's the explanation for it's it? Haunted. <laughs> <laughs> I so, don't fucking know. <laughs> does anybody think it's Warren G. Harding? Well, the Harding Memorial is right across the street from that. Mm. And the mausoleum where they originally kept Warren G. Harding's corpse while they were building the memorial is not very far at all from the ball. So I think it's possible that it is Warren G. Harding moving it around. I, I don't think that anyone has come to this conclusion yet. I think this is a fresh take from, from us. Well, I think that I additionally, I think what I was actually thinking is so Warren G. Harding. Okay, so he fucked in Congress. He yeah. went to he had an illegitimate kid when he was in Congress. Yeah, he went to Congress and he was raw dogging, and then he had a kid. And I think that the horny ghost of Warren G. Harding <laughs> is fucking the cemetery ball. <laughs> I think he can't help himself. He's like, this is lit. (laughs) What he does is he goes to the cemetery under the cover of night and he does frottage on it. (laughs) Because it's a it's convex. I was I was I was down with the theory that he was just moving it around to just to be cheeky. But I'm not signing on with it. Have some respect for Warren G. Harding. <laughs> my well, who's my ba- favorite worst president ever. <laughs> so he's, I'm sorry. He's your favorite bad president. So whose ball is it? It's just like a local merchant, Mer- right? His merchant. last name is Merchant. No, it's it is called a, the Merchant Ball. The Merchant Ball. Right. I got that part right. This is called Garbage Brain, right? <laughs> and about 50%, right? There was a merchant involved. <laughs> okay, so there was a guy that sold a store, and he had a little square thing on his phone. He would swipe your credit card on his phone. and. But aside from having such great cemeteries and the Hari Memorial, which was a popular hangout spot... So I spent a, I probably spent some good time like in my youth like actually hanging out with Warren G. Harding. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> aside from all, like, that kind of makes it seem like Marion is fancy. Oh, it's not fancy. Marion is awful. How would you describe it as an outsider? <laughs> uh, well, Marion is one of those towns that seemed like it had industry at one point. It was like a, a small town in Ohio. And it had industry, it had a rail line going through it, it had a few factories, and then there was, you know, obviously, after, let's say, the 70s, there was the collapse of American industry, a lot of industry went overseas, and now it's like a post-industrial town, and there are still a few factories, 
and there are some farms outside of town, but really it's just like super depressed. Also, it is in northern Ohio. It is north of Columbus. Yeah. But most of the population were moved from Appalachia to Marion specifically to work in the factories. And so it gives it an unusually, like, redneck vibe for somewhere so far north. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they they got a lot of folks, uh, and it was the Marion Steam what? The, the power s- Shovel. The Marion Power Shovel, right. So they got a lot of people from coal country, from southeastern Ohio, maybe from, you know, West Virginia, southern Pennsylvania, that whole little area, and they kind of sucked them all into Marion and, and said, you know, hey, you can have jobs up here, and then, of course... The it, old bait and switch. And then, of course, it closed. <laughs> now you live in Marion. <laughs> right. Uh, one of the biggest events to ever happen in Marion that I know of, and, of course, I know this because of Natalie, is uh, there was a popcorn factory there. And uh, the popcorn factory used a chemical called diacetyl, is, is how it's referred to as diacetyl. And uh, it's artificial butter flavoring. And people worked around this a long time, and they got a condition. I'm not lying. It's called butter lung. It's not called, I mean, that's the street name. <laughs> <laughs> it has, like, but, a technical, like, jargony name. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like mesothelioma, uh, mesothelioma that you get from butter. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. It's, it's so not, it's bad. Like they die, you you would die if you got this. Yeah, no, I mean it would really. It, it was awful. It was a terrible condition because it would like scar your lungs up and it would make it hard for you to breathe and all this. But people got settlements from the company that. Uh, that was exposing them to this. And what always happens, you know, in a lot of cases, when people who don't have very much and don't ever, you know, didn't grow up with money, didn't have money, uh, suddenly get like a million dollars. Everybody does this is you you blow the money, right? And And so a lot of people blew it on things such as drugs, right? Uh-huh. And so... And I'm not saying everybody did this, but a lot of people did it because also if you have a chronic health condition, you already probably have prescriptions for opioids and all this kind of shit. And, you know, the Sacklers created this drug and, you know, people take oxy and they get prescribed oxy and then the oxy doesn't actually help. (laughs) So uh, people, of course, started using heroin because they're like, fuck, I have like $900,000. And so, you know, people start doing that and then people die because the heroin turns out to be fentanyl or carfentanyl or whatever. So uh, it's like this whole entire pit of misery. But rent might be like 300 bucks. Oh, you can get you can get property there for a song. <laughs> sometimes we'll go and look at uh, houses there, and you can get like I mean I'm just stabbing at this, but you can get a very normal house, like three or four bedrooms, couple bathrooms. One of the bathrooms has a bathtub. Nice part of town, really nice part of town here in Marion, and it's what a hundred grand, a hundred twenty grand. <laughs> Oh, 65 k 85000 80K. The house I grew up in, my mom purchased for $27,000. Wow. And that was kind of a big house. Yeah. It was enough, I, it it was was enough not, room for, for her to raise four kids in it. Yeah. Yeah, it had the four bedrooms and two bathrooms, and, and it was in a decent area. What else are you going to do? Yeah. 27 k you can't beat that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, we we didn't necessarily want to live in the country, but it's very tempting when you see that kind of stuff. Uh, and I don't know where you guys live, but uh, here in Ohio, uh, in central Ohio, you can get a really nice house in like a decent neighborhood for, you know, between a hundred and two hundred thousand bucks. And they're building all around there. What they're doing is they're knocking down these whole areas of like these little buildings and they're building what what I've come to learn is called a four plus one, which is they have this building and it's got a bunch of little stores at the bottom. It might one might be a place where they like push on your neck 
And then another one might be hamburgers, but the hamburgers are all made out of tuna. And then another one might be like a sports store, but it's just for lacrosse and all the lacrosse supplies are <laughs> like vegan. <laughs> like that's, that's like the whole fucking thing. And they all put like sans serif fonts. So they. Well, I like a sans serif font. So it's like, you know what they put in our neighborhood? You know what they put in our neighborhood like uh, a year or two ago? Is they put something called cryotherapy. Have you heard of that? Yeah, yeah. They will put you in a tank and they'll pour in a bunch of liquid nitrogen and you'll get really cold for like, I don't know, because I'm not going to pay them because they're assholes. Because I can be cold for free. Okay? <laughs> not that it cold, gets, buddy. It gets like, fucking cold in the winter. Cold as fuck. It's like negative 30 or negative 40. Well, so here's one of the things, uh, folks, if you live in a temperate climate, which we do, it gets very cold in the winter. It's not the winter anymore. It was for quite some time. I hate to bring this up, but I, do, I don't believe in the wind chill. I don't believe that you can take the temperature and you can just be like, fuck it, add the wind speed to the temperature. Now it's colder. And then they go on the news and they're like, well, you better be careful out there, folks. It's negative. Uh, it's negative 110 if you. Uh, so it's regular cold, but it's negative 110 because the wind is blowing. This this is not good. Natalie is looking at me here this is not this is not gonna end well um so now because natalie is actually um she was certified by the noaa which is the national oceanographic and atmospheric yeah. administration is that right something like that NOAA, right yeah yeah i'm, when, a, I'm a storm spotter yeah natalie is a is a storm spotter uh she uh, she doesn't go and chase the tornadoes, but she went she went to tornado school basically until she got to the point where she could identify them and run away. Yes, well, I actually am waiting until they do the next level of certification classes in town because I'm going to do that because that is the class where you actually chase tornadoes, but. I only want to learn how to chase them so I can know how to not chase them. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go and have them talk about how to do that kind of stuff and then be like, okay, so that is what we're not going to do. Because I don't want to accidentally just like run into the middle one. <laughs> so your impetus for all this was to avoid tornadoes, right? I have been terrified of tornadoes for my entire life. Not anymore, though. I'm like not as afraid about it. I'm not as scared about it. But I attribute my my lifetime fear of tornadoes to a tornado that went down in, like, the next neighborhood over to where I lived when I was real little. Yeah. And so it was, like, super dramatic because it had, like, always had, like, pictures of, like, wreckage and, like, people singing songs about how nobody has anything anymore. <laughs> And I remember. So wait, you had folk songs about your local like commercials, tornado? like commercials telling people to donate donate shit to them, oh like my God. in the aftermath. And I remember when the storm went through, how freaky it was like on TV because like yeah. my Fraggle Rock got interrupted, <laughs> <laughs> and it was like blinking red, like watch out, it's a tornado, watch your ass. Because it was like the neighbor, it was like the neighborhood over, right? Yeah. And so it was definitely yeah. storming really bad where I was. And so, I, but I think it hit me like right through perfect time, and I'm like terrified of tornadoes now. But like I said, not as much because I read a bunch, a whole bunch of stuff about it, and learned a bunch about weather, and I took those classes about weather, and now I know enough to know that there's not a tornado coming. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And if and if something, and if there's bad weather and there's tornadoes around, I can tell by looking at the radar that they're not coming this way. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas before, it would be, be like, slightly windy, and I'd be like, oh, my God. 
Well, we is had. This uh, is this the big one? We had uh, a derecho. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't the derecho. It was the hurricane. So you wouldn't think here in Ohio you that you would have a hurricane, but it blew up from Texas, right? It was Hurricane Ike. This was two thousand eight. And it traveled all the way up through Texas, all the way through, you know, whatever's in between here in Texas, all those states. <laughs> I have always said the weather is the only part of the news that matters. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Ohio is where we had, and I think it was 1974, we had a... It, it was part of the supercell outbreak. It was an e, Xenia tornado. It was an EF five tornado a, yeah. in Xenia, mm-hmm. and that brings me to how Gummo is there. <laughs> <laughs> the movie Gummo, right, is supposedly in Xenia, right. And part of those people's problems is that they are living in Xenia after all that shit happened. Yeah, well, it wiped out, like, uh, some significant proportion, a third or a fourth of, of all the houses. It. In it. And it destroyed, you know, local businesses and, and basically turned it from a town that had some amount of, like, industry and people living there. Basically destroyed the town. There's, like, nothing going on there anymore. Uh, let me look it up. I, you, think they, I think that they've been trying to come back from that. No matter what happens, there's just going to be people in a little town or whatever that don't leave. But that that basically nuked, like, their future. You know what I mean? It's like when you decide to spend, like, all of the formative years of your career, like, working on a webcomic. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> and everybody else your age gets, like, professional training, and they make connections, and you, like, draw pictures... 1,100 people were injured and 32 people died. Uh, I mean, that's not that many people. How many people were in the town? The current population is 25,000 people. So that's quite a large amount of people to die in the city. Yeah. So 32 people out of 25... Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That would be like if 3,000 people died in Columbus, that would be like 9-11. Well, it would be like four eleven because it's <laughs> April. Because it's April right now, yeah. but uh... <laughs> yeah. But yeah. anyways, I'm looking here and seeing tornadoes. Um, <laughs> tornadoes. Oh, well, they had a they had a second tornado in. They had an F two tornado April twenty fifth of nineteen eighty nine, and an F four tornado. September 20th, 2000. So they get hit and hit and hit. You know what it is, is they don't have the heat island. Yeah. There's something, uh, and Columbus meteorologists always talk about this. They always say, there's the heat island. And I always use that meteorologist voice because... (laughs) That's Jim Benal's voice. One of the media... Okay. (laughs) One of the meteorologists here in central Ohio, okay, he started his career in 1979 He's uh, so uh, did I. Yeah. <laughs> his name is his name is Jim Ganahl, and he's a climate change denier. Which you might say, "Wow, that's a weird thing to be." If you study the weather, and yes, I don't know how. It works. He just, he goes on the news and he's like, well, today's new, today's weather is, uh... I don't think I've ever seen him talk any of his climate change stuff on TV. But what he does is something I think is very super irritating and makes me think he is my least favorite meteorologist. (laughs) Which is a very important, he is the worst meteorologist. Is that he will, like, mock you with the weather report. Yeah, yeah, he he does. Yes. He's like, oh, there's a winter storm coming up. We're going to get six inches of snow, and it's going to get ice on top of it, and you're going to be trapped in your house. You better have groceries. You're going to envy the dead. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, get fucked, Jim Ganahl. Fuck off. He's an asshole. He's, he's so fucking stupid. You know, this is real coming from me, okay? Look, I don't know when Ohio was started, okay? 
Okay, it's the middle of summer. We're going to some kind of thing. Because Columbus is like, oh, we love the arts. Oh, we love to, like, support artists and stuff. I know, right? And <laughs> so we're down at an art festival, which we have all the time here because everybody's like, oh, you know. an art festival. It's so unusual. <laughs> I, uh, but we were down in an arts festival. I saw this motherfucker. And... I I rolled up on him and he looks like a lobster and I was like is that fucking Jim Ganahl and then I was like whatever no it's just some fat dude and I roll up and he's like ah oh, yeah I do oh yeah yep I'm Jim Ganahl <laughs> he looked like someone had deep fried him he was like he was like a tomato he was he looked like he looked like he was gonna have a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> This motherfucker is a meteorologist, okay? His whole life's work, okay, since I've been alive. Like, he's been doing this as an adult. Like, he was like, oh, you know, these guys are born. I'm going to go be a meteorologist as an adult already because I'm already over 18. (laughs) And he goes and he does this for 40 fucking years. And this motherfucker can't use sunscreen. He didn't know he should have wore a hat. He's like, <laughs> he I'm gonna brought a, He should have brought a bottle of water with him. <laughs> I'm gonna be outside for three days for eight hours each in July. In the summer, it's gonna be ninety degrees and full sun. Fuck it. I'm not going to put sunscreen on. I'm not going to bring a hat. I'm just going to go roast. (laughs) Raw dog it. (laughs) I'm going to raw dog the fucking weather. (laughs) I think that's a good note to end on. Is uh, This is Garbage Brain University again. I'm Drew Toothpaste on Twitter. Natalie is at Natalie D. Yep. On Twitter. On Twitter. And thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Goodbye.